Well, that was crazy. That was backup from GK Super and Sapphire, and I'm excited to be here. What's up, world? It's your homegirl, Ivy. This is another rendition of Inside the Raw Zone, where you get the good, the bad, the ugly of your artists, your brands, and things you didn't know, but you now know. This is the Raw Zone. Um, Our guests today are coming from Atlanta, Georgia. And as it says here, as the music industry advances, so does the creativity and skill sets of artists. Um, reading and learning about these two individuals was very exciting to see young in, young people working both not only as a couple, but as business partners, and they're able to achieve things um, that not many can accomplish. Um, I'm very fortunate to sit um, with a young entrepreneur who went to school to learn music and he took what he knew there and what he knew in the streets and he made something that can become a legacy. Sapphire, who is his beautiful fiance, has a background in photo and runway modeling, wardrobe styling, and production. Um, and to see the two minds come together and make something this awesome, I'd love to introduce to you the super team of Super Records Entertainment. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, how, hey, how you doing? doing? I'm good. First of all, you look like a badass in that video. <laughs> Thank you so much. We felt like badasses. <laughs> I, 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 it made me want to be a super spy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Thank you. So welcome. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. Well, hi, guys. I'm Sapphire Super. Um, I am the co-owner of Super Records ENT. I'm like the brains, the business behind everything. Um, and this is my... Beyonce, GK Super. Yeah, and I'm like the muscle behind it and the um, the structuring of the um, the music and the creative mind behind all of the um, music and the directing that y'all see for the video. Yep. To tell to tell everyone how hard is it to have a record label, especially as an independent artist? Uh, it's pretty difficult. It's not it's not something that you can just wake up and do. You have to right. do a lot of research. You have to do a lot of um, long hours, late nights, um, a lot of brainstorming. Uh, you have to have a lot of connections and networking, go to different events. Um, and really you have to have a lot of will and drive. Your passion has to be there for it because it can be, become very difficult um, some days and you have to be able to push through that. Um, I'm lucky enough to be able to have a partner who also enjoys the same things I do. So I'm able to have some motivation and um, help along the way. But you definitely... It definitely is not a walk in the park. Right, definitely. And um, some of the things that um, we we um, come across is like all the hardships, knowing that we have to fund ourselves. Like a lot of the times, like um, a regular label, like someone signed with someone would normally be able to um, go to their funding area, but we have to actually get the collateral and everything ourselves. So mm -hmm. we have other businesses that help fund our music stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you two come together? Well, actually, we've known each other like 17, 18 years. Um, we actually met when I was in middle school. Um, we were 
best friends. Uh, we went to the same middle school, same high school. Um, and I used to actually do his hair. He was growing out his hair back then. I, and I, you know, I knew how to braid. I was the girl in the neighborhood that did his hair and mm -hmm. kind of just connected since then. I mean, we were friends way before um, we actually decided to start dating. Right. Um, we both loved, I was on a dance team. He was a football player, but he did music and he would rap like in clubs and stuff like that. So I think music kind of just rekindled our close bond, like right. after college and stuff. And then we just started doing music together and it's been inseparable ever since. Wow. How did you guys know that music was going to be it for you? Um, I kind of already was like um, really, really um, into music. Um, and because she danced already, I don't know. I think it's more of a feeling. It's, um, it's the thing that moves you, like something that's undeniable. Like when when we hear music, there's a feeling we both share. Like it's, it's we know we know from an inner inner part of ourselves mm -hmm. and that's it's probably more being in tune with ourselves that actually reflects on the outside so we already know like mm -hmm. like it's not a it's not a questionable thing yeah what's your favorite part of doing this uh, i would just say being able to create anything that comes in your mind it's mm -hmm. it's fun it's um it's entertaining not only just for our fans, I'm sure, but it's entertaining for us. Uh, honestly, even just rewatching the video you just played for um, for everyone, it was just like, wow, I can't believe we created that. Like just knowing that we we literally freestyled most of it, <laughs> just coming up off the top of our heads. Like this is what we should do. This is how we should do it. Then we should get these type of you know costumes. We should go here and then you know just Lord. just the the fun of being being able to create something from nothing right. and then making it real. It's just, it's just incredible. I know as a photographer and you start to see your own work mm -hmm. um, and especially when it evolves, right? Right. Cause, and I think it's freaky at times. Right. <laughs> Looking back on it, yeah. Like, did I really do that? Right. We just said that literally while we were rewatching it. It was like, we were fighting agents. We were, and he added, uh, GK actually edited the whole thing. So even like with the So wait, smoke, you made the video, like the part where they were phasing out like on yep. some trippy. He did that. He did that. How did you, yo, how you did that? It's <laughs> <laughs> just a little editing trick. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe like an overlay of uh, having the um, agents um do the um movie were you on premiere or you on final cut um i did after effects for that after oh shit yeah yeah so it was it was really good like the way he was able to do it even, even all the slow-mo like the the different cuts like he edited the entire music video so that's it's big props for him so like you're saying it's like it's cool to see your work from before and then like as you progress you're like wow i'm getting better and better or i'm learning how to do this now or i'm making it like this like it's so it's amazing it's amazing <laughs> what inspired you um and what inspired you both to do this um i think um i kind of inspire her a little bit more for the music aspect but she's already a creative so it's just um, because I have already been making music um, from the time that I've known her to now. Um, I kind of 
feel like she's inspired by like my drive because even when we were playing, uh, when I was playing sports and she was dancing, I was still in the studio. I had already um, got my own equipment and had been in other studios. Mm -hmm. So me being so like um, engulfed into the musical aspect is kind of like driving her. But mm -hmm. I also started off dancing. So originally when I first um, started falling in love with music, I was I was like dancing all the time. Like I don't know if you know what pop locking is, but they call it like ticking down here. And it's like isolations with your body and stuff like that. Okay. And because I knew how to dance, it's kind of like, okay, we both share the love for music. So you know mm -hmm. how to do the dancing part. Teach me how to do the yeah. the music part. And it's just like, it, it connected perfectly. Mm -hmm. What about musically? Who inspires you as an artist? Me? Um, Tupac, definitely. Jay-Z, definitely. Uh, Lil Wayne. Um, I'm inspired by a lot of singers too. I'm inspired by um, by um, Luther Vandross. I'm inspired by um, Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. um, Lauren Hill, definitely. Definitely. Um, I, yeah, I love Lauren. Everyone that he named: Lauren Hill, Aaliyah, Beyonce. Um, I love Kendrick Lamar. I love Eminem. It's it's a it's like a, a lot of amazing amazing artists out there and i feel like we get a little bit of um inspiration a little bit of flavor and get good vibes from a lot of different especially different genres because for, for us specifically we don't just do hip-hop we don't just rap we have a lot of pop songs as well we have yes. um a little bit of rock because he plays the electric guitar we have you an do. R &B. Yeah. yeah so it's wait, like, it's wait 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 <laughs> so you're gonna incorporate this in a track somehow because i got it I, come on yes. man he already, I already has, has uh, um i have a song called um it's been a minute that you'll probably love and um i have a song that um is gonna be released soon called pull up where she's on the song as, um, as well mm -hmm. so we have a couple of tracks um it's been a minute. It's already on Spotify. We are, we've already released that one at least on there, but we haven't released it on YouTube yet. So right, yeah. they're coming, <laughs> definitely. Mm -hmm. What inspired, like, when you because you're a stylist, right? What inspired you to to create a look on someone? Like, what? How do you decide how to well, style someone? I initially um, started off as an online personal stylist. And I guess from there, like, it was certain events and certain, like, um, I guess, outings that my particular clients were having. So, like, if they were going to a wedding or if they were going to a party, if they were going to, you know, whatever the occasion was, it's usually the, the occasion or the vibe that kind of inspires me to create a look right. or to create a certain outfit. But, I mean, for me, it's just another way to express myself. It's another way to create something. Um, and I love just putting pieces together. I love textures. I love colors. I love different um, shades of everything. And I just like um, different different cuts. And it just kind of inspires me to just create. It's like creating a character in a way. Uh. It's like you can kind of really dress and create a whole image. So if you change somebody's look, their outfit, you're, you're creating their whole image. So it kind of like makes me feel like I'm creating a character in a way. So I don't know. It's fun. another fun activity that I did. I did um, design our merch um i drew up our logo um and so that's like a fire logo yeah so thank you i really appreciate it like, i just it just it's fun for me also what has been the best moment thus far in this journey you've been on um, i would say just seeing each other's growth 
right. seeing each other develop, like seeing each other, our eyes light up when we see certain stuff or when the next, when we're doing another project, just seeing how like hyper and like we're a kid again or something <laughs> like that. Like I would just say like it's the growth and the progress that we see in one another as, as we're becoming young adults, as we, just from our childhood. It's just, it's amazing just to see our transformation. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the best moments is um, when uh, we went to Miami and we were on stage together and it was um, maybe her like third or, third or fourth time uh, performing and she had this energy. She was like a fireball. And like I was doing my verse and when her verse came on, she didn't miss a beat. She was just on fire and I was just so proud. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, yeah, I would say it. that too, honestly. That was, that's a good one. When we perform together, when we perform together on stage, that's always fun. That's yeah. like, it's like, dang, we made it here. We're on stage together. Let's rip this shit. I don't know if I can pass. I'm sorry. Let's just, let's you just crush. Okay, let's kill it. Like, let's go right. in. So I think that gives me so much energy and I'm getting so hyped. And then even just seeing him on stage, it definitely gives me that extra boost to like, Sapphire, you better go in, you know? So it's fun. It's fun. That's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely something that I look forward to. So I'm very much a girly girl. So I read Fiance. So I got to ask, how are the wedding plans going? They're going, definitely. I'm super <laughs> excited. Definitely. Um, I think that maybe at, by the end of the year, um, it'll be something. Yeah, pro well, probably. Soon. Do you guys have a theme for it? Um, we definitely have colors as far as like what we we know we want, and we yeah. know we have definitely the songs picked out. We have like you know, mm -hmm. like um, songs that are like something that means something to us. Um, yeah. but we haven't really necessarily picked a location or a venue yet. Um, with just business happening and everything booming and then, you know, COVID happening, right. we kind of pushed it back a little bit, but you know, we're not in too much of a rush, but we've already been feeling like we're married. We've known each other like almost our entire lives, but right. I'm super excited for, for that day too. <laughs> Do you guys ever get competitive with each other, especially like when it comes to rapping? Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say we're competing with each other. Like who? Like do you guys have like not not compete, but like friendly competition? Like who got the nastiest bar? Not really. I don't know why we. I don't yeah, feel like we, don't. we really feel that way. I feel like we just, if it works, it works. Like right. if it doesn't go with the song, and like, then it doesn't go with the song. We're not trying to beat out the other person because right. we want it to all mesh. We want it to all flow. We want it to sound good. So we're not trying to make one better than the other. It just, it needs to all be a vibe. And I feel like. I don't know. I'm still learning from him. Like I've only been really on the mic, mic for like four years or so. He's been doing this for like 15 years. So mm -hmm. I don't really feel like I'm competing with him. If anything, I'm learning and so inspired by him. If he goes hard or if he says something really witty or, or like just nasty, I'm like, I got to come up with something like that too. It's more, <laughs> it's more inspiring than competing. It's just, I want to get on his level. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Cause the energy you have on the track, I feel like, um, inspires me. So a lot of the times, like, she's saying, like, she's being modest, but, like, really, like, um, I worked with other artists before, and I've never seen someone catch on this fast. So, like, a Thank lot you. of the times, like, um, even when she's singing on a track, it, like, it make, it gives me a feeling that makes me want to go hard. So, like, I'm, I'm totally inspired by what she's doing and, like, how fast she's able to, like, pick up on key or, like, being in tune with the, the beat, even if I'm making it. And I'm like, wow, like. What made you do that? And it's like she's a nat she has a natural uh, natural knack for it. So that's so cute. But you guys are mad chill. It's not like in New York where 
like I know rappers that are just competitive. Like they, if they know each other, they're gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna have the nastiest bar. No, and then they'll tell their friends. So who had the better bar? Yeah, I I can get that though, cause I mean, at the end of the day, the rap culture, the rap industry, it is like you know, you want to be number one. You want to be the one that's like best rapper out here and all that. I understand that. I guess because we are a couple and for me, it's not like a, I'm not another guy that's going right. out here spitting with another guy. I don't, I don't ever think I'm going to, I'm not on, I don't feel like I'm a part of the, the other, the men that are in the rap industry, if that makes sense. I'm, right. a, I'm a lady. I'm a woman. Like you said, I'm girly too. I'm very girly. So I don't really feel the need to compete with other men because they're men. They're on their own zone. But do you feel like we, like, as an artist, right, you know, um, fiancé aside, as a woman in this industry, doesn't that still make you want to feel like you have to compete a little bit, though? Um, I guess, I guess, like we were saying, as far as bar for bar and all that, I don't feel like it's competition. I feel like it's, it's more like in, inspiring or like, as far as other No, artists. but not just when it comes to your husband, like, everyone else. You're talking about, like, other girls. Other girls in my own lane. I don't really feel like it's competition. I don't want. I want to create my own, like my own style. I don't. As far as other women in the industry, I don't feel like I'm competing with them because I'm. I want to actually create a whole different look, a whole different feel, a whole different vibe. Mm. And like I'm saying, I don't. What they're already doing or what's already been done is not really where I'm trying to go. So I'm not really competing on that level. Right. Okay. I'm a, I'm a little more competitive when it comes to um um other male rappers though um I have a natural um fire in me where I'm constantly constantly listening to what's going on in the airwaves so I pay attention more than more than that because like um I used to like um be in the streets and be rapping against other rappers and stuff at top at the time and that's the vibe I got from you with like your with your bar that you are a backpack rapper and you are from you know from the nitty gritty that we that we know the also the poetic era the era that actually when you heard someone rap they rapped lyrically yes um how do you feel now with all of these new variations like drill and the trap and the mumble crap I think it's cool um I see music developing in so many different ways and it allows me to tune in and, and up my skills. So like, um, like I have a song um, called Atlanta Braves where I'm actually like uh, more tuned into like the style of down South, but I also can go lyrical or I can also do drill. Um, and what it does is, is it, it allows me to expand my mind and it expands um, my repertoire of how much stuff that I can really do on the mic. Like I'm learning, I'm learning as an artist myself still, like uh, I'm a student of the game. So when I see other people doing different patterns or doing different style, it excites me. Like, I'm like, okay, let me see, let me see how you caught this vibe. Let me see how you caught this flavor. Right. And then it's like, it, it makes me excited, you know. Um, it's different and it adds variety, but, you know, so yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely like the different styles that are coming in and coming out, you know. That's really dope. That's really dope. Speaking of Atlanta Braves, I do have the video queued up here if you want to introduce it for us. Absolutely. You could definitely play. This is our um, song. Uh, GK actually made this song before the Atlanta Braves won the World Championships or the, the World, World Series. The World Series. Mm -hmm. And it, it was already made. He made it for his father because his father is a baseball fan. And then when they won, 
we dropped it, made a music video, and I hope you guys like it. Um, so did you predict they were gonna win? Yes, I did. Basically, yes. Mm -hmm. Did you did you bet money on this? Did I bet money on it? No, I didn't. I was actually at the time, um, I did I I made the song and because we have a trucking company too, I made the song, came back right. and did the music video and then left. Back I left out of Atlanta. Yeah. They won while we were on the road and my dad called me. Yeah. Uh, uh, excited, talking about they won, they won. I said, "Wow, like this is crazy!" Like, like now we gotta do a music video. We got like to. We, we like we end up dropping the video like a couple of days after that, um, because we had already prepared for it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, um, I did think they were gonna win, and it was just it's like one of them things. Like Tupac, I feel like Tupac, which is my favorite rapper, like he he knew how to predict the future, mm -hmm. and I feel like I I learned like uh energy from him to be able to do something like that. I'm not gonna lie, I sang along. The lyrics were there. I was, I was, it was a bop. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So I gotta ask, because you keep mentioning Tupac, do you believe he's still alive like the rest of them? Yeah, I do. I I'm do. I'm just waiting for the day. Like, so it didn't happen during BLM, so I don't know what when it's gonna happen. I might not be alive for that, and then he'll come out. Might be smarter for him not to show his face. Mm -hmm. Just to keep I wondering <laughs> i feel like I if, if, if he did show it um himself um i feel like it would cause an uproar so like um me personally yeah i mean anybody would love to that's a fan of his would love to see him again but um because of the climate and um the amount of enemies he's had he has i think he would make him a target um too fast and it would be like um it would just be an uproar of, of a whole bunch of old beefs and stuff that would be coming back up that I feel like is not something that do you the, really feel like it will come back up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely I mean do. honestly we all know what just happened with with uh you know the Smith family, Will right. and Jada and if he does come back, you know Jada probably gonna be mm. too too excited for that. You know, mm -hmm. so maybe it's best for him to just to just <laughs> Bro but bro, but why did Jada go and say that she didn't tell him to do it and she was disappointed in him? Like how you throw your man under the under bus the like that? Absolutely. Wow. I, I, I agree. I, that's why I feel like it's probably best that Tupac stay stay under the wraps and not come back out for yeah, any more you know, issues because that's already an issue and he's gone. Right. Imagine if he was still here, it would be a bigger issue with their family. I feel like I feel like that marriage is already on the rocks with what she's done with Alcina as it is. Facts. I agree. I don't feel like she has um respect for her man. Um I think she's like very selfish and entitled and um it doesn't seem like she really appreciates um someone that is one of the most successful men that we know in our age. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um there's already like a big stigmatism against all of um um, black men right now where we're really like fighting to control our own image. We're fighting to control like um, how we're perceived in the media. And I feel like um, the number one key is 
it's um, the woman that you choose, how your woman views you and respects you in public is going to be a reflection of how you um, feel about yourself too. So if you have someone that actually thinks very, very highly of you and is actually backing you and not just being self-centered and thinking about themselves, then your man is always not only going to be successful because of his drive, but he's going to have longevity where he won't build a brand and destroy it because of someone else's feelings. And I feel like if he didn't do something that when they went back home, then he would have still had to deal with her wrath. So he kind of chose. Mm -hmm. I mean, here's my thing, right? He spent, what, 30, 40 years of a career. Even though we all knew he had dirt, like open relationship, whatever it is, it's his business, right? But he still kept his brand wholesome. Um. And for all of that to just be ruined because she, she shows that she wasn't happy. You saw the video. Mm-hmm. But then you see another video that when Chris Rock got slapped, she's here laughing at it. Mm-hmm. And now she's saying she doesn't condone it. And it's not fair to Will, mm-hmm. who has had tons of accolades, but finally got the one thing that was unattainable to him. Mm-hmm. And I believe, and you could correct, no, I'm probably wrong. I was going to say he was going to be the first to get all of the awards. But then I'm like, probably Denzel already got that too. Yeah, I think it was his first time getting an Oscar. Mm-hmm. The, it was his first time getting an Oscar and it got ruined because Jada want to be petty. Right, and especially the the meaning of it. I mean, it's one thing to to stand up for your woman or, or, or protect her feelings. But it's another for the scenario to be on a, something so light as a comic joke, right? Where usually comedians always roasting people in the audience. And yeah, that's the point of a comedy show. Exactly. It's to, you know, to, to break the ice, to lighten the air a little bit, get people giggling and laughing. And if you're in the front row, you're definitely going to be, somebody that he's going to see and it's just right. light it's a very light you know joke and, and they it, knew each other like uh will smith and and um and um, they knew each other they've been on uh, he's been on a show of um on the first prince on the first prince plenty of time they have um tons of pictures with each other they yeah. they they have a, a friendship so it's like you you would think like if anybody could say something about me, it would be somebody that's my friend, like mm-hmm. somebody that I know is not like attacking me. Like I know you're you're just making a joke and it's gonna be okay because we're friends. Right. So it's like you know we have friends. You know we joke we joke all the time and it's never been taken seriously. It's like one of those things like you know I I know y'all just messing around or whatever like that, but like for it to be in a public setting in front of the world mm-hmm. for everybody I to see and and you know I can't even just blame um. Uh, Jada Will has to take responsibility for his. But he did. But he did. He took responsibility right away. We can't even fault him on that. He knew he fucked up. He took responsibility on social media, and in his own way, when he was making his speech. So it's not like he didn't take responsibility for it. It was still just a stupid situation. Right. Yeah. The whole thing is just a mess. And at the end of the day, that's why. We pride ourselves so much as a couple to make sure we hold each other high, um, accountable. accountable, and we hold we have respect and enough um, appreciation of all the hard work we put into, even the fact that they have children and a whole family. We would never, 
it doesn't even make sense to go this far to to just crumb make it crumble all in one one minute or one 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 day and now you're all over the place and your brand is is ruined it's like that's why us it's it can be difficult to be in the public eye as a couple but that's why you have to have like a certain common ground but and it's also just communication it's like it is i was always taught um growing up that if you are with somebody right or even if it's a family member you're not going to correct them in public because it's rude. You're not going to do anything to disrespect them in public because it shows that there's, instead of equal power, it's going to be a shift, either shift of power or whatever the case may be, there will be a shift of energy. But when you go home, it's a different story. You can talk about it in a more common, rational manner when you're not in the public eye. And I feel okay. like that had everyone just fucking cooled down mm-hmm. a lot of this could have just been avoided absolutely i completely agree mm-hmm. um and my last question for you guys because we're reaching towards the end um what's one thing you would tell to someone trying to be in your shoes a young couple or like some kids that are just a dancer and a singer you know just trying to make their way up uh, I would honestly say that don't give up and stay consistent and your relationship matters more than the business. If your relationship and the connection and the love that you have for each other is there and strong and, and connected, the business, the money, the, the accolades or awards will come, yep. but not, not in reverse. So don't think so much about got to get this out, got to do this, got to get more money, got to... Got to get more fame, got to get this. And you're not thinking about the connection and the relationship. If you are a couple doing this, definitely make sure that that's your number one priority and everything else will flow. And and just remember that um, when you have a problem, you don't have a problem with your other significant other. Your, your problem is with the world. Your, it's you against every the, the world, if that makes any sense. Where like, you're always reminded like every everything else that comes around could be a distraction or a problem but we don't never have a problem with each other right and that's another thing that's what we why we call each other super that's why our brand is super that's why we believe in being your own superhero is because every day you're saving yourself you're you're becoming your own superhero your own role model and you're looking to your partner as your as your as your savior and as somebody that's there to help you tackle the rest of the world so just stay a team um stay consistent um and and everything else will fall into place. Oh, man. Thank you so much, guys, for being on the show. Tell us where they can find you. Well, you can find me on Instagram at it's underscore Sapphire. Sapphire is spelled S-A-F-F-I-R-E. And it's your boy, GK. It's going to be the real GK Super. You can also find us on YouTube as Mr. and Mrs. Super. Mm-hmm. And um, You can check out also more so of our more of our music and more of our um, our merch, our clothing line on our website, superrecordsent.com. It's your homegirl, Ivy. You could catch this and all your favorite Raw Zone episodes as well as in the house podcast on our website, www.rawzonenyc.com. You could also catch our replays on Dominus TV on the Fire Sticks. We are also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or wherever you stream your platforms on demand and we are out bye